0: Well, hello everybody and welcome. I don't know why I got a giggle in there like that. That was a real <laughs> awkward start, just right out of the gate. Now let's try. <laughs> let's try this again. Um, well, hello everybody <laughs> and welcome to. An <laughs> and then I have a weird, like, ooh, kind of grossy cough. Give me just a Do second. Do you want to restart? <laughs> No, I don't want to restart. Okay. Just leave all the grossness in. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode. Well, if we had new
1: listeners, they're gone.
0: They're all gone. Uh, It's another episode of We Watch Shudder. My name's JD. Who's here with me?
1: It's Michelle.
0: And only Michelle, because, again, everybody else is already gone. (laughs) I don't know how it's possible, but listening back uh, to some of our our oldest episodes in preparation for the Spooktober coming up, uh, I definitely want people to keep in mind that a lot of these were recorded way back when we were still very new to this. But the one thing I can say for sure is, Man, we have gotten so much worse at starting a podcast.
1: <laughs> I was thinking about that. They used to be so much quicker. We just our episodes right were very much and... like, "Hello, welcome. Here's our spoiler-free thoughts. Here are our not spoiler-free thoughts. Right? Okay, bye." And 15 minutes, and now we're like, minute yeah, we're, and we're a half into it, in just in being like, even tell "Oh, people what
0: the movies call? Oh
1: God, I'm so, so sorry." Uh, well, uh, it, this with... would also be a good point uh to let everybody know that i have been drinking so yeah, Michelle's um, if had this a little is... bit of a work
0: party night because jb <sighs> had to watch the movie super late uh full disclosure yeah. it's literally uh, 11 p.m central standard time where we live uh on uh, september 22nd uh this is gonna finish recording and go up about five minutes later uh, so I watched is,
1: this movie twelve hours and three Moscow mules ago. So and I if you don't like my rating, the movie—it's <laughs> going to be don't real. Uh, very much this, about it. This
0: could go. Well, it can't go too long because I still got to <laughs> edit it and get it put up by midnight. Uh, oh, we should probably
1: get to it then.
0: <laughs> this might also be. Uh frankly, uh look, I don't want to I don't want to spoil too much, but this opening might be the most interesting part of this episode. What's the movie <laughs> we're talking about, Michelle?
1: Um it's called Raven's Hollow. It is
0: called Raven's Hollow. Yeah. And well, I what I'm going to do is because Michelle's had a few barley pops or whatever those cocktails were <laughs> that she talked about the So
1: good, they were pomegranate. Uh, it the, dangerous.
0: the the Denmark Donkey or whatever it was. Um uh, That's I'm going to read The show. What?
1: <laughs> donkey shows in Tijuana. Is that still
0: a thing? <laughs> no. That was no, thing a thing
1: that was on like all the sitcoms Michelle, in the 90s, and Michelle, I've never heard of it.
0: Michelle, we can't get off on Tijuana donkey shows right now. That's for later. We have to. <laughs> okay. Okay. We to stay First, we'll, we'll talk about
1: this movie. Oh, my God. This is a very long description. Thank you yeah. so much for taking yeah, one for a Yeah,
0: Exactly. Team. <laughs> That's why I was like, well, Michelle is definitely not going to want to read through this one. Yeah. So, no, like we do. Not. Uh, uh, I suppose uh, you guys at this point must understand that what we do on We Watch Shudder is exactly what the name says, uh, so I'm not even going to go through that whole explanation. What we do also do uh, is we read the descriptions of the movie from the website. I feel all of a sudden like I'm sort of like... Like uh like through osmosis or sympathetically like getting drunk through the <laughs> internet because of you. How many drinks did you have? Jesus.
1: Um, okay, so at least three <laughs> okay, that I know of. <laughs> we
0: got we gotta talk about this movie. Uh Ravens okay. Hollow. This is the description straight from the shutter website. Autumn eighteen thirty, West Point military cadet Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, Yes, Edgar Allan Poe and four other cadets on a training exercise in upstate New York come upon a man eviscerated on a bizarre wooden rack. His dying words direct them to a forgotten community, which they believe is guarding sinister secrets. Enthralled by the innkeeper's beautiful and mysterious daughter Charlotte and fueled by the town resident's refusal to speak to the murder, Poe determines to uncover the truth, risking his life and more poe ultimately comes face to face with the terrifying creature that will haunt him forever a Shudder original michelle yeah hit us with your spoiler free thoughts on raven's hollow
1: Okay, so um, I don't know a lot about Edgar Allan Poe or his work. I know that at some point there was a heart under the floor in his house and he didn't like that, but that's pretty much where the extent of my knowledge ends. And I just, I didn't like his stuff as a kid. I preferred Stephen King and Richard Layman when I was like 10 years old, which is way too young to be reading that. Anyway, um, I don't know if maybe I missed something because I didn't know much about Edgar girl and poe it feels like maybe there was some stuff in here that was an homage to him but um I just I I don't know maybe there's something I missed maybe not but I didn't really like it for at least an hour um then there was some better stuff that happened but it still wasn't great so uh my telltale heart says that I have to give this one a two (laughs)
0: Two skulls from Michelle on these spoiler free thoughts. Well, uh, yep. uh, let me drop it to you from this perspective, Michelle. I do know a thing or two about Edgar Allan Poe, and this movie is chalked to the gills full of references to Edgar Allan Poe to the extent mm-hmm. that f- for the first half hour of the movie, I was just kind of bored, and then for the next half hour of the movie, because of all the references to Edgar Allan Poe stuff they were throwing in, uh, it was it was just kind of hokey. And then for the last half hour, uh, it got, forgive me, real dumb, uh, or at least real, not the kind of story I have any interest in whatsoever. Uh, and it uh, it just had this descending spiral of just like my opinion of it got smaller and smaller and smaller uh there are a couple of moments in the movie that I have some decent respect for there's a couple of really great set pieces that we'll talk about when we get into the spoilers uh but uh yeah overall this was very like uh like uh, sci-fi channel October movie of the week kind of thing to me I'm gonna give it like uh, uh I don't know skull and a half
1: So 1.5 skulls? Yes,
0: yes, a skull and a half. Okay, (laughs) so
1: one full skull and then a half a skull. Right. Retrieved from somewhere, which gives it an average of 1.75 skulls out of five. Yeah. Rave reviews. Should we get into the not spoilery spoilery part? Yeah, we're going (laughs) to get
0: into uh, some spoiler discussion here of the movie. We're just going to talk about exactly what. So if you... Uh, want to see the movie before we do that? Uh, make sure you come back after you do. But this is where you're going to want to pause this episode uh, if you want to go watch the movie now before the spoilers. Right now. All right, Michelle. Let's get into it uh, and uh, and talk about uh, Ravens Hollow. Uh, I'm curious to hear first uh, because again, I I I definitely thought. Uh, that a person's ability to enjoy this movie was going to be very deeply rooted in uh, how familiar they are with Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so uh, I kind of had a theory that the less somebody knew, the more they would be able to enjoy it. Uh, And it seems like that was kind of the case. Like You certainly enjoyed it technically more than I did. But also we know that just as a general rule, your ratings tend to average about a half a skull higher than mine (laughs) overall across the board. So basically we kind of landed in the same spot on this and my theory was completely false. Tell me why this movie didn't work for you as somebody who doesn't know a damn thing about Poe. And then I'll tell you (laughs) why it didn't work for me as somebody who certainly not an expert but has read some things.
1: Um, This, to start with, is just not the type of horror that I really love. I'm not a big fan of gothic horror. I'm not a fan of slow horror. I'm not a fan of just like... Drawling story And nothing really happening Um, There were Some big moments I was very intrigued by the guy that they came across Who I think they refer to him as A a scarecrow um, But the guy who led them to this town Um, I was very intrigued by that And I was very intrigued By the young girl in the very Beginning of the movie Um, And those bigger moments were Kind of fun But in between all of that, I just, I was waiting for the next big moment. And with the way that they delivered certain lines, like making a big point of certain people's names, I could tell that it must be important and a reference that people who are very familiar with Poe's work would understand. Give me um, one I example of a name it.
0: like that that you're talking about.
1: Uh, Usher.
0: Yes, absolutely an Edgar Allan Poe name. Give me another okay. one.
1: Okay, see, uh, Edgar Poe. <laughs> well (laughs) yeah those are (laughs) literally has a
0: story called the fall of the house of usher oh okay uh, perfect Uh, anyway go ahead i'm sorry
1: yeah, no, that's fine. I I was worried you were gonna ask me more names because I immediately went uh, William Mosley because he is not Bill Mosley, and Bill that did take Moseley me a at second. All. Man, was
0: disappointed. honestly to William Mosley because frankly,
1: <laughs> no, I think he does fine. a good job in yeah. in this movie. I agree.
0: But I was like, man, Bill Mosley's gonna be in this, and then nope.
1: Okay, and he's being I- more sorry. formal. Why is he William now? Right. But, uh, yeah. Um. It just it wasn't my kind of thing. And in between the moments, I was like, okay. This is nothing new, really. And so I was just kind of like, it, it took way too long to get to the point. Um, I did find the ending much more exciting and better than I did the first part of the movie, which is usually the opposite with these kind of movies. Um, usually, you know, they're disappointing and then they're even more disappointing. But this one was kind of disappointing. And then I really did like the buildup. I thought that was interesting. I thought the tie-in at the very end about this is how the Raven was was a little hokey but it was still like okay like you're living up to the gimmick I get it I guess but it was it was just like unnecessary to throw in the scene outright saying like look this is where that story came from I think it was very much implied even without knowing anything about it so I didn't think that scene was necessary um yeah it just it it didn't really speak to me it It was like fine acting. All the actors were fine. It was just nothing too exciting. And I don't feel like a better person having watched it. I would have much rather been drinking more Moscow mules.
0: (laughs) You would have much rather been drinking more Moscow mules at like 10 o'clock this morning?
1: Yeah, I watched this 12 hours ago, and I can tell you Moscow Mules probably would have made it better. It was so reassuring to hear that you also didn't like this movie because I was like, I watched it so long ago and I'm drunk. What if I'm really wrong? Right. Well,
0: and so here's the thing then. Uh, uh, First of all, I agree with most of what you said there, uh, but it's just it's actually kind of amplified then from my end. Uh, That experience you had at the end of the movie uh, where he's writing, he's he's sitting down and starts writing The Raven and you were like, oh, this is a little hokey. Uh, I had that movie or that experience constantly throughout this movie because this movie is chock full of Mostly references to the Raven, and and that uh, the reason I asked about the names is there are two names in particular that jump out. One of them is Usher, uh, and the other one is the fake twin sister Lenore. Lenore is actually a name from the po- Lenore the poem. Nevermore.
1: Yeah, right? yeah, it's yeah, from okay. the Raven.
0: Yeah, that's what, a name oh, from the Raven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. It, uh, but uh, so, and there are little, and then there are also little bits of things that are uh, uh, allusions to. Uh, other Edgar Allan Poe things entirely that are not the Raven. Again, like the uh, like the character Usher. One of Poe's most well known stories is the Fall of the House of Usher. Um, the whole bit. Uh, where uh, there are multiple different references to the telltale heart but it's never all one image I together I definitely caught a have, lot of those
1: because yeah, that's the one that I was familiar with Yeah, you do
0: have like just the you know the the disembodied heart at one point yep. uh there's the scene where he's ripping up the planks in the floorboard yep. uh all of that uh even uh, of course even more of the raven stuff when they they go to see Uh, clay's father and there's just that repeated tapping of the cup uh repeated Mm -hmm. tapping is a motif from the raven uh just all sorts of things like that and i didn't i wasn't super bothered by it for like i said for the first chunk of it it was just it was a little too cutesy and a little bit too much for me, so I wasn't really able to get caught up in it. Also, I thought the first chunk of the movie was very slow. Uh, yeah, and, like, it was boring. It was just, just, boring. Dragged it was and just dragged boring. And, dragged. Uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, while they're developing the mystery in that middle section, uh, I, they're, uh, I, I'm like, okay, Um It's still kind of hokey with all the references, but I'm curious to see where this all goes. Uh, I was starting to think that this was going to be a movie where if they had just left off the deliberate references to Edgar Allan Poe, I would have been able to enjoy it a whole lot more. That's where I started Mm -hmm. to go. Uh, There's one set piece in here especially. Uh, that uh, I think is the high point of the film, uh, and that's when he finds that dude just eviscerated and splayed all over the church.
1: I- Agree. That was where I went, Oh, maybe this movie will pick up. And from there, it does pick up a little bit of speed, but it does not keep that speed the entire time. That That that... was the exact same moment that I felt like I woke up and I paused it (laughs) and went back a little bit to be like, That came out of nowhere and I'm happy about it.
0: Yeah. Just to make uh, sure. Because I was like, Was I asleep?
1: That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was just
0: a severe. And, and, and it, it definitely, mm-hmm. yeah, it perked me up. I'm like, oh, whoa, okay, where is this headed? And then um, <laughs> the problem is it gets that, that hokiness of the references mm-hmm. throughout most of it. Like, I don't, uh, clearly you, you uh, like, I don't know if you caught it but in the scene where they're at the burial, and Poe has drank the concoction, and so that he can see the Raven, uh, and he sees that it's uh, it's the the mother, uh, mm-hmm. he starts saying all sorts of weird things to her. I don't know that they're word for word verbatim, but those are basically lines from the poem.
1: And so that's a a weird thing that happened with this movie. So, I I believe I've heard the the Raven poem um, yeah. before, which is it just called the talking Raven about
0: the night's Plutonian shore and things like that.
1: And and see that's the part that I don't remember at all. But I remember like Nevermore or Lenore, right. like that part of it. And just with the delivery of lines in this, it felt like they were giving you like a wink when they said them. Yes. So even though I'm not very familiar with Poe's work. I still caught on to some of these names sound. Like they are just like throwing in there, and the delivery of them was different to the point where even I, not being familiar with it, I knew like uh, I knew she gave some like never more lines, which clearly I made that yeah, connection. She, yeah,
0: they just but one just line the where way they just say never more, and that's the only yeah, word they speak exactly.
1: And so I'm I'm able to uh, I was able to pick up on that, and I don't think that was a good direction where you delivered no. it so differently that like it was like a ha. Huh? Right. catch it and right. i was able to even catch those moments despite not knowing the work that right. was being re- and, referenced then, and that was weird that was a weird also, experience
0: from that point forward from the burial sequence forward uh i'm not even entirely certain that i know every i understand everything that happened from that point forward mm-hmm. in the movie like there's some sort of like weird uh like they had hints of a of a of a mild like love interest along the way but it didn't seem like it was a major part of the plot and then all of a sudden it's like crucial to everything and then the raven flies off with the girl at one point does he kill her does he not kill her what like also frankly the instant that creature I, i this is what frustrated the shit out of me a lot in this movie They have so many good moments early on in the movie for a while where they give you these really fun and interesting and unique teases of the creature. And then it finally appears, and it's the most garbage, hokey, awful fucking, like, I'm I'm sorry, I feel like I'm being so mean, and I I should say (laughs) I didn't appreciate the design and look of that creature. I thought it looked... Absurd! It took me a, a, any level of anything that I had, which was minimal to begin with. It removed all of that completely, uh, and then, like I said, it becomes this weird love story very quickly for like fifteen minutes, and I'm not sure I understand it. And then, like Usher, just goes crazy for some reason, and I just I I comp- it's entirely possible that I also just lost the thread of the story because I just stopped really focusing. Uh, Mm -hmm. but yeah, the movie just kind of fell apart for me personally more and more as it went along. And I just, uh, to the point where when they get to the end and they actually put the mustache and the wig on him to make him look (laughs) like the well-known portrait of Uh... Edgar Allan Poe, I was just like, like, was this movie, like, have I been mistakenly taken this as a, Serious attempt at a gothic horror film this entire time, and it was deliberately meant to be like an Abraham Lincoln versus zombies B level horror shtick comedy. I don't know, uh, but uh, I
1: didn't get comedic vibes. From yeah, it that's at the thing. Uh, I it, think it was trying to be serious, uh,
0: but um, it was also, like you said, there was so much like wink nudge in it as well. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I just. It, it, I didn't connect with it on any level. Uh, it's uh, uh, please forgive me if I if I came across as insulting. I should try to be very specific, <laughs> and that it's just because again I, I and I say that with with genuine uh, seriousness because as you said earlier, like. Nobody who worked on this movie did a bad job. Like, the acting is yeah. good. Well, the guy who did made the creature design probably could have used a few extra bucks in his budget. But that's my guess, is it wasn't his fault. It was a budget thing, you know? So mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, if that was the issue, you should have just found a way to not have that actually show us the creature to begin with and just made it weird. But... Uh, uh yeah, so like everybody, it, it just the the script just didn't work for me on any level—not mm-hmm. on a story level, not on a detail level, not on a dialogue level. I just didn't connect with it at all.
1: Yeah, I have a very—I um, think it's a pretty standard reaction to horror movies that when they finally reveal the monster, it's never as good as when you don't yep. see it for the whole movie. And I just I wish they would just solve that. <laughs> like that's
0: right. Just,
1: so many horror movies that's an issue and it's well, 2022 yeah. why are you still showing us the creature if you're well, not going like to deliver said, and it us, drives me crazy
0: they gave us so many good teases that's one of my way again i mentioned there's a few set pieces in this that i really like there's one of the visual teases in particular where the person is walking through the woods and comes and you see uh, you're you're looking from behind him, so his back is in the center of the frame, uh, but there's like a flock of ravens that sort of coalesces together, and you just see the wings of the giant creatures spread out in front of him, and his body is blocking the rest of it. I love that. I also thought for a minute, I was like, Whoa, is this gonna suddenly become a weird vampire thing out of nowhere? Because of that <laughs> motif of like it was very similar to the bats coalescing and they looked like vampire wings, uh, for a moment. But uh so like that I really there's a weird moment in the film where one of the soldiers runs off into the woods and he comes into this foggy glade where there's these weird like rotting, broken down trees that appear to have like writhing corpses inside them that doesn't seem to apply to anything else in the film at all. And I do find myself wondering if maybe that is some kind of Poe reference that I'm forgetting or missing uh, because it seems so deliberate, but it goes to nothing, right? Mm -hmm. But I thought that bit was cool. There are moments in this where I was like man if they had just had a better script to work with this could have been even with all of the allusions to Poe and his work this could have been a much better movie there there is a much better movie here this I just agree. isn't it um
1: the the raven communicating through that one guy i found very eerie yeah that was settling. another good bit yeah the the way that the dialogue was being delivered Mm -hmm. i i really like that there were so many i mean it's not even just like oh this one moment was good or there were two good moments there are a lot of good moments individually in this movie it is not a good movie with everything that it is combined but but i would uh, have liked to take those good moments and give them uh, more
0: i hate to uh like I hate to put all the weight of something on one element, but really uh it's a it's another example of something we've run into before where basically, at least so far as our enjoyment of it, the only person involved in this movie from top to bottom was the the screenwriter. The 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 and the, as it turns out the screen the st- uh, movie was written by all uh, oh, the guy who directed it, I forget his name off the top of my Christopher head. Christopher Hatton. Yeah, and then one other dude. And like, dude, bro, you're a great director. Like, Chuck you made Weeps. a beautiful movie to look at here. This, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you gotta let somebody else help you out with your scripts or something. He's not gonna listen to this if he does. Someday we're gonna be p- famous and popular, and he's gonna come back and listen to this, and he's gonna be like, "Bro, what the fuck, man? That was a rude thing to." Uh, but no, <laughs> it just. Uh, that's where this all fell apart for me is, is there just wasn't anything for me to grasp onto with the story at all.
1: Uh now Didn't I'm just work. on this guy's IMDB page and I do need to see Robotropolis, <laughs> which has a three point one <laughs> rating on IMDb. Well and yeah, um, 'cause the poster so is beautiful. <laughs> I went and uh and I did
0: also look at his IMDb afterward <laughs> to see what else he might have worked on. And I think that might be part of what gave me that brief idea of like, wait, was this supposed to be like more of like a like a campy gothic horror send up? Uh, and I just didn't catch it or I, mean, I don't know but I don't, anyway, I don't know yeah, I don't know what else like his to, other stuff
1: is deliberately bad and then this was his attempt at a good movie and then he almost got it right yeah well and he just he needed like a, I, a
0: team I probably would have been even a lot more forgiving of the unfortunate uh, CG execution of the Raven creature if there had just been a little bit more book here you know just a little bit more book.
1: Yeah, we. Needed, That's the thing uh, I'm going to start
0: saying now. It's going to catch on when I, the, when I think the when I think the 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 story is the is the weak part of a production. It just need a little more book. Need just a little, little more, more book. book, man. That's need all. A little bit more. Also, uh, this 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 could have been an hour. It didn't need to be an hour and a half. <laughs>
1: I agree. It could have been 15 minutes just with the parts that I liked and nothing else, and I would have been confused, and could've I would have been. been like, man, that guy likes opium, um, and that would have <laughs> been the story. could have
0: been zero minutes, and then we wouldn't have
1: had <laughs> yeah. to watch it. Oh, man. Uh, then our show That's would be canceled. <laughs> the, I
0: need, I need to seriously talk to my therapist about the part of my brain that I have potentially permanently damaged with programming to just like mock and belittle things it's (laughs) i mean Uh. like i don't want to get too overly like pretentious about it and be like this oh you can't say something sucks kind of person but also like i very genuinely hope people understand at least that when i do say i thought it sucked I'm, i'm i'm really honestly just saying i didn't like it It didn't work for
1: me. uh, Okay. Since we we lost everybody else like a minute and a half uh, into this, I have to say that I love that this has helped me vocalize what I do and do not like about movies. Because before I'd be like, that was awful and I'm mad about (laughs) it. And I'm going to go rant on my blog that is not public. It is just for me. I went off on M. Night Shyamalan's Old because I was so pissed off about it. While you were young.
0: Um, uh... I don't know uh, what that is. You has should to have written
1: for this movie <laughs> with a bunch of those <laughs> nods to references. But uh like, I, I think it has really helped us both verbalize and oh, we're like, sure. you know, just in case for those sure. people do hear, you know, after you have upset the one director of the film, we will not well, name that they might hear our feedback. Um, it is possible. But like, we do want to, you know, try to be constructive. To
0: be fair, I don't think I upset him that much. Uh, I like
1: I, to think that that guy went to bed that night and went like, can't believe you only gave two me a two
0: and a half skulls. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude i i told you that i i still said people should see the movie isn't that enough <laughs> uh, apparently not You're anyway each other uh up guys, at night. thank you uh <laughs> plenty of things we've said now about raven's hollow some other things we need to tell you about is it this oh. weekend michelle right away like two days away that we do the anime fargo thing
1: Yeah, I'm working on a PowerPoint.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Let me know if you need any help with that. If you are in the Fargo Moorhead,
1: I just have to do it. Right on.
0: (laughs) So yeah, if you are in the Fargo Moorhead area, we're gonna be live at uh, Anime Fargo on Saturday night. What time Saturday night? 10 30 10 30 i don't i i don't think you can just come to that show you're gonna have to get a day pass but it'd be worth it to but get a day super
1: pass. cheap get a day yeah. pass go check out anime fargo and then uh, come hang out with us right and then for sure uh, and yeah,
0: then next weekend michelle is gonna be yeah. doing some burlesque performing out at ValleyCon as am. part of a big thing going on there uh back to also, that
1: convention right back and uh
0: uh, Joe Bob Briggs and Darcy, the mail girl, are going to be in town as part and of the, Bill that, Moseley, the and Bill Mosley, the real one. Moseley, and we're basically going to try to, you know, bum rush the convention uh, with Michelle's little portable recorder there and try to talk to some people <laughs> and uh, maybe uh, uh, give them a We Watch Shutter T-shirt. Side note, by the way, if you want a We Watch Shutter T-shirt, too fucking bad. You had your opportunity. <laughs> They're already ordered. It's too late. We might get some more in the future, but, man, you missed out on the first wave, and that's on you. But don't be sad. You'll get another chance someday down the road. I'm going to guilt trip all of you who drops the ball. No, nah, <laughs> we, we got some T-shirts coming. It's going to be pretty cool. We do have some extras coming, though, and we should try to give them to the famous people is all I'm saying, Michelle.
1: Uh, they won't be here by then, but maybe they'll give us their They're address. they not going to be here we by go. next weekend. No, they'll be here by October 4th. Did it say? Did it say
0: on October fourth or by October fourth?
1: <laughs> I'm sure everybody is very interested in the logistics of this, but it did say. <laughs> okay, you're right. Uh, this estimated is a conversation we can have. October fourth.
0: <laughs> Sorry, guys. I got. Okay, I totally forgot. This is how fun it is to record this podcast with Michelle. Is I totally forgot I was recording a <laughs> podcast with Michelle. I thought we oh, were just great. having I, a having like a chat. this
1: movie. Suddenly, there's going to be just like a flayed person <laughs> behind me. You're going to be like, holy shit, did I fall asleep? Oh, man, the <laughs> podcast is still happening. Right. Um, also, I would like to uh, put in a petition that uh, we are no longer. We watch Shudder. We are now Therapy Thursday. <laughs> 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 because we just start getting really deep into our heads. I drink before every episode, and there will be a lot more crying in the future. <laughs> You're going to feel bad for insulting fictional people or real ones who will never know your opinions. It's I just I think be this fine. is a much. Better direction it's for us. It's gonna to be move. fine. I'll get stickers made with our uh, our crazy faces, but instead we watch Shutter, it'll say therapy Thursday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it'll go it'll better be our, help, John It'll Coles. be our third best selling <laughs> shirt after the original uh, uh, of the dead designs art and number two will be the the squelching shirt. Uh I to get a
1: squelching shirt. I'm looking oh. forward to it.
0: Uh, Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, We made it to 32 minutes, uh, and about 23 of it is about the movies. So I hope you enjoyed (laughs) it. Uh, This is very very slowly but surely becoming a, yeah, we talk about the movies, but I really hope you enjoy Michelle and JD podcast because there's (laughs) a lot of them on it.
1: What if they listen because they like the movies, but they absolutely hate us and they still tune in every Wednesday or Thursday weekly. Okay. Yep. Okay, Michelle,
0: before we go, I just occurred to me there is one other thing I need to say really quickly right at the end of the episode here uh, because I almost forgot about it. But uh, so we've had now uh, this is our 34th episode uh, of We Watch Shudder, I believe, maybe 33rd of publicly
1: published ones, not counting Spooktober. Right. Spooktober starts next week, everybody.
0: Yeah. Spooktober, a movie every day. We've talked about it. We'll talk about it more in the future.
1: Yeah. What I want to talk about
0: right now is Uh so we've been a slowly but surely growing podcast since we started back in March. Uh, And uh, since that time, uh, we've had some pretty decent uh, uh, successes, at least in our opinions, for what we expected uh, with the uh, the activity on the show. Uh, but our most popular episode uh, for the longest time has been the, the episode about Phil Tippett's Mad God, which we released back on, uh, on June 17th. Uh, it has slowly worked its way up uh, over time uh, to about 93 total plays. And I'm willing to say that out loud. Yeah, our most popular episode is 93 total plays. And it took about 98 days for it to get there. But we're small and humble and we're slowly on the grow. And I can say that because just in the last week, because of you awesome people listening to our podcast, our most recent episode uh, for uh, the Christian Taftra uh, film Speak No Evil is now our most popular episode of all time because it had 96 plays in six days and i don't know where you guys found it or how you found it and i hope some of you found it for the first time and you're listening again uh but i love and i'm so proud of what this little podcast of ours is doing and everybody who's helping us out along the way we're on the grow getting bigger all the time
1: we are growers not showers Uh, that's about the perfect tag to that.
0: I don't think there's any other way to good wrap night, it up. Good night, Michelle. <laughs> Say good night, Michelle.
1: Good night, Michelle.